0: Today's email comes to us from Hi Rebelli, it's Benny Gittleson from Manchester. I love the live demonstration today. Please can you do it every day. I'm still doing the daf every day with you. I really enjoyed the same on Shabbos, etc. etc. My days are feeling much better after doing the daf with you every day. Have a wonderful day. Benny Gittleson. Thank you Benny. You should have a tremendous amount of atzlacha. We're continuing with the sugya of Chazaka Shliach Ha'ezes Shlichusa. You finished yesterday? If you give your Arov to a monkey, and the monkey brings it to a shliach, and the shliach takes it. We could assume the shliach did his job, according to everybody. If we're dealing with a derabbanan like an arov, you could assume that the shliach did his job. Worse comes to worse, if he didn't do his job, then the person, the, the person that sent the shliach will be over on the derabbanan. But when it comes to a derayisa, Nachman says we don't say this concept of shliach and Rav Sheshit says, we still say, shliach Oyset Shlichuset. Rav Shishis brings three proofs, and Rav Nachman disproves all three of them. The first proof that Rav Shishis brings from a Mishnah Menachas that says, we know that you cannot eat the new grain until you bring a Minchas Oimer on the second day of Pesach. What if you live far away from the Besame? You have no idea if they brought the Minchas Oimer or not. Can you eat from the new grain? The answer is, says the Mishnah, after Chatz permitted, we can assume they did their job up, oh, you see, Shliach Oisah Shlichusay. Says Rav that's because it's a Besdin, as it says over there, and bezin is different. We can rely on a Besdin, but over here we're trying to rely on an individual. We don't rely on an individual when it comes to the Oiraisa. Some say the exact opposite. It's so strong, Rav Nachman's answer that it's a proof of Rav Nachman. Reb Nachman says, you see, only in this case it mentions over there that it's a bezdin because that's why we rely on them, but we don't, wouldn't rely on an individual. Says Rav you're right. The reason why the bezdin is mentioned over there is because we're relying on them that they did their job by midday, by Chatzos. But maybe individual will procrastinate a little bit, therefore we can rely on an individual if he has up until the night. In that mission they only had till midday. Says so, let me try again. Brings a raya from a woman who gives birth or a zava. They have to be toival, they have to bring a carbon. What they do is for the bird carbon, they take money and put it inside a Scheifer looking tzedakah box in the base of migdosh It's narrow on the top, it's wide on the bottom, actually curves, so it's difficult to take money out of the pushka. And the woman goes home, she's toival, she could eat khatim. Now if he eat him without the carbon, you khairif caras. But she could assume that the Kayan did his job. So you see Severavsha's Khazakah Shliachusai, Cesrav Nachman, once again over there, we're talking about the Bezdhan. Make sure that the Kohi don't go home until they, they makreb all the karbanoids that are inside the pushka. Rav Ravshes. A third proof. If an Amaratz tells a khacham, a khaver, go to my tree, take as many figs as you want. Since he has no idea how many figs the Tamil Chacham is going to be taking, the Tamil khacham can eat one or two figs, a temporary kind of eating that's not a su'uda without taking maiser. But if he's going to create a su'uda out of it, he has to take maiser vadai. He's certain that the didn't take any true muslimizers. Why? Because the has no idea how much the Tamil Chacham will be taking. So even if he wanted to take ma'iser, he wouldn't be able to. If the Amaretz tells the Tamil Chacham, take this amount of figs, here, fill up this basket. So now he knows how much he's taking, and the Tamad Chacham wants to make a full su'ud out of it. So the Tamad Chacham should take Maeser Demai, meaning he takes Maeser Misafik. It's very possible that the Amaretz, who owns the tree, took Maeser. So you should take Meisr What's the difference between and and Meisr vaday? Explains Rashi that on the portion that you give to the poor person and to the levi, the Meisr that you give to the levi and Meisr Ani, that goes to himself. Because Yisrael can eat Meisr. The only problem is maybe you should go to the levi. But the truma party cannot eat. Now what if it's the reverse? The Tamil Chacham, the Chavar, owns the tree and he wants to give to the arts According to Rabbi we can be certain that the owner of the tree gave ma'aser. Why? Because even though there's a slight iser here, that a Tamut chacham typically doesn't take trums of ma'aseres when it's not menamukov, when it's not in front of him inside the same vessel. But over here, since Tamut chacham knows that we're dealing with amaritz, he doesn't want amaritz to be over a very big iser. So we could assume so. Rav Shmuel who is Rebbe's father says not true. Tamut chacham won't do even a small iser in order to save an amaritz from a very big iser. But the bottom line is. They just argued whether Tamil Talmud Chacham would do so or not do so. But you could assume that if the Talmud Chacham would be permitted to do so, everybody agrees that the Talmud Chacham would take Meister for the amars, meaning Shliach O Shli Shlichusa. Says Ram Nachman, you're right. We could assume so, but not because of Chazaka Shliach O The reason is because it's Chazaka, a different Chazaka. The Talmud Chacham doesn't allow things to come out of his hand where they are not fixed and properly Maiser removed, etc. that you could eat. Now, what we said before, that according to Rebbe, a Tamad Chacham rather be over a small Iser, a Iser kal, in order to save the Amaretz from a larger Iser. And Rabbi Shimon Gamliel argues, therefore, if a Tamad Chacham told the Amaretz, take my figs, and a third Tamad Chacham, in other words, a second Amaretz but a third person, overheard the conversation, and he wants to have some figs from the Amaris, the middle guy. So according to Rebbe, the last guy, the third guy, doesn't have to take Trumus and because he could understand that the first Chavar that owns the tree already separated the Trumus and Meisurs. According to Rebbe Shem Leel, he must take Maiser Vada, because the Tabachacham will never give mayser when it's not in front of him. Says the brand new Mishnah, if a person takes his Eruv and puts it on top of a tree, well, it depends. If he puts it 10 above the ground, it's not an eruv, and he puts it below 10 Tfachim, then it's an eruv. Rav Nachman and Shmuel explain, and they actually love the Pshat so much that they added it to the Gemara that they used to learn about this is the Pshat. We're dealing with a tree that's 4 by 4 Tfachim wide at least, and 10 Tfachim high so that creates a Rosh Hashayach. The person making the eruv, he's he takes up residence on the Rosh Hashayach below. And the Erev is above 10 fakhim So he's in the Rishul Saravim, the Erev is in the Rishul And therefore, it's not a good Erev. Because since Bena Hashemashah is, he cannot take the Erev off the tree because the Erev is Rishul Sarayachid and he cannot carry from a Rishul Sarayachid into the Rishul where he's standing. Now, it's not possible to say that the tree is situated in a Rishul because the Rishul goes all the way up to Shemayim. So there would be no difference whether the Erev is above 10 fakhim or below 10 fakhim it's all one Roshul Yachid and it's a different property. Now, in the case that we're talking about, that the tree's in Roshul Rabbim, and he puts the Erev below tenth Fachim, that's a good Erev. Why? Because the only problem is that you're not allowed to use a tree on Shabbos. And we're talking about Ben Hashemoshes. But Ben Hashemoshes, you're permitted to do a Malacha that's only Asim Rabbana. To use a tree on Shabbos is Isid Rabbana. And therefore, it's a perfect Erev have a wonderful day.